Okay. Oh, oh, welcome back to the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast, y'all. Hey, y'all. What's going on? <laughs> uh, we're back. Oh, this is like, what, week number two? <laughs> right. I know they are like surprised. Like, what? Back to that? They're like, possibly <laughs> we could have some consistency again. Nah. Yeah, we're back. Uh, we're back. Uh, we're back we're back we're back and better than ever yes absolutely. so what has how are, how are you girl I feel great you know it's really what's today I, Wednesday Wednesday girl. girl it's hump day I'm halfway through this week over the hump <laughs> over the hump I gotta <laughs> love it. it it could only get better if I was to be humped, but let's just move on. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Who is your? Have you been? A, have you done the women crush Wednesday thing? That if you were in a relationship, are you hung up on that? What is that? Women crush Wednesday, where you're. you're oh, you your just person. mean the hashtag, like the when you post the just picture. Just the hashtag, yeah. Like, would you would you want your bae to like post you? Um. Yeah, they could post me. That's perfect. Okay. No, you know how some people are like, my nigga better post me on this woman crush Wednesday, bitch. Like, okay. Oh. Hopefully, my man isn't isn't doing women crush Wednesday at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would prefer. Um, (laughs) But I'll take it. You know, I'll take being on there, but I'm not doing it. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't sure if that was a love language or something. Some people it is. Mm. Social media <laughs> love language. Exactly. Social media love language. You got to be born category now. You got to be born. I know. I know. I know. Interesting. Girl, anything happening in those California love streets out there this weekend? Anything you want to tell the people? What is going on this weekend? Y'all, I don't know. I'm not in the streets. Wait, you be knowing all of the happenings, though. You be out in the streets. Usually I do. You know, there's always Mm -hmm. events. There's always brunches and lunches. Oh, there is one thing I do want to do. I do want to go to the new hot spot in LA, the new restaurant. It's a seafood Mm -hmm. restaurant by the Instagram famous Blame It On. (sighs) What's his name? Blame It On Quay? Blame It On. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? That guy... Blame it. Oh, blame it on yeah, 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 Quay. Quay, yeah, he's Quay, got Quay, a, Quay. Um, Quay. He's got he slays his wigs and he puts on his makeup and he be doing all these skits. He got really huge on Instagram and he opened up a bunch of seafood restaurants called Crab Queens and he opened I've up the one, one in LA. Mm-hmm. He opened up the one in LA during BET weekend and it looks so good, y'all. Go on the Instagram. His crab queens, it's all seafood, like New Orleans style, huge drinks. So me and my friends, I went up there during BET weekend, but the line was wrapped around the corner all the way down the street. Um, They said the wait was over two hours and you can't make reservations. So I was hoping the popularity would kind of die down, but Megan the Stallion was just there today. So I'm oh like, it's like a no, hot spot. So I'm gonna try to go. Yeah. So oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, no, it's good. I've been one time. Um, that he has one in Houston, Ooh. <clears throat> and I went good? to the one in Houston. Huh? Was it good? 
It was fine. It was very good. Ooh. It was very, very good. Oh, I got to go now. Okay. Yeah, and the food is, like, seasoned. Now that I'm thinking Ooh. about it, I actually kind of want to go there, too, for lunch. Yes. You're, oh, um, when you get to L.A.? When I come to L.A., yeah. Yes, perfect. So. He just opened it, girl. It's popping. Yes, I can't wait. Okay. Okay. All right. This is this is nice. This is what, thank you for sharing, because I would have never known this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nothing's going on here in the Music City Street Lane. I mean, we do have jazz on the Cumberland, um, which is our river here in Nashville. <laughs> it oh, is a big uh, thing. It's a big thing. It's nice. It's like a little, you know, it's a vibe. Um, so, girl, do you remember when that river flooded? Did it flood or something? What river? Oh, uh, that year. You're talking about. Um, I want to say that was the Cumberland. Was it the Cumberland? Does it run through Nashville? Yes, it does. It does. I remember that one year. It must have been like hurricane season and the streets was flooded and the rivers, like the river overflood. I remember driving by. I was like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Yes, it was. They It flooded. That year, it flooded Opry Mills, which is the outlet mall here, a real popular outlet mall. Yeah. It flooded a lot of places. And there are still companies that are um, suffering from the mold smell, oh. the mildew, and, um, yeah, from that flood that happened. God, that was probably, like, what, seven, eight years ago, but, Girl, yeah, it, it happened. a while ago. It was crazy, though, that, you know, that type of stuff you would want to happen once in a while, because, my goodness, that was ridiculous. It was bad. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Shout um, out. So what's the tea, sis? What's been going on this week, this past week in the news? Oh, my God. I feel like it's been a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. That shooting just happened today, right? The, it did. It did. Shooting, it's crazy. Oh, my God. We yeah, just talked like, about this last week in our podcast. The mass shootings and stuff. So to find out that there has been another shooting um, apparently police were, this happened in Philadelphia today, guys, um, police were in about an hour long standoff, um, with, with an armed suspect, an active shooter. Apparently it's just been one, um, however, six police officers were shot today in the North Philadelphia neighborhood. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I was reading some comments today to kind of figure out, okay, where's, every like what's really going on um and you had people that kind of were like you know what it is what it is the police officers they don't give a shit about us anyway and then you had other people that was like you know hell must be better than this and then you had some people that really just genuinely felt bad for the police officers and at the end of the day I feel bad just because those police officers most of them are probably fathers of whatever and you know at the end of the day, they go home to families and being that they're shot, you know, you, your heart goes out to, to people like that. So I don't know. I don't see any type of gun violence is just getting worse at this point. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, pink or purple. It's just these guns have got, there's got to be something done about these guns. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. <clears throat> um. So well, I'm just reading. I don't know why I just assumed these officers were like killed, but um, I'm reading no serious wounds were 
brought on to none of the officers. So the wounded officers' injuries were all non-life-threatening. One had a graze mm-hmm. wound. The, all the other wounded um, officers have been released from the hospital. All right, so and they probably clear. had, yeah, they probably had, you know, protection under underarm protection, like bulletproof vests and things like that. Because uh, I'm sure when they got called in, they probably were like, oh, God, we've got an issue. Right. So thank God nobody That's the difference. Like, the police yeah. are always, they always have the upper hand, you know. They always yeah. going to be way more protected than the average civilian. And I just wish they understood that you know because all the when you hear about them like killing black people or shooting because they thought he had something it's always like they shoot to kill they shoot to do that and it's like you already have the upper hand so even if you were to get shot nine times out of ten you're not gonna die you know what i'm saying like it's just i don't know this is a horrible situation regardless nobody should be shot for no apparent reason but I think it's just a lot of um, animosity in this country. People are pissed off and upset and angry and full. On both sides. Girl, it's a mess out here. You know, you got the white supremacists that are empowered by our president. You know, they're super bold more than ever. And then you have, you know, minorities feeling like they have, you know, a a stance, which I feel as though we all do Mm -hmm. on things and that we should be guarded just as much as everyone else. So, I mean, it's really no, the love I feel like is lost. You know, I don't feel like we're living in the days where there's love. Like when Obama was president, you know, even though there were, you know, outside, um, there was outside bicker as far as who we have in office. At the end of the day, I still felt somewhat safe. You know what I mean? Like you still felt like, um, I won't say the government cared because either way, I feel like no matter who's in there, Jesus can be in there. The government's going to fuck us over. But what I will say is it's nice to have a ruler of our country give a damn. And right now we just don't have that. So kind of like every man for themselves right now. You know what I'm saying? That's how I really feel is like, shoot, if you don't believe in guns, I'd rather be the one to have than the one to not have, you know, or just kind of like you have to just do what you want to do, do what you feel is right at this point. Cause I don't know. I don't have the answers, but yeah. shout out to those six officers. Thank God no one um, died and there was no fatalities. Shout out to all you guys prayers. To yeah. You and your and families. The people of philadelphia y'all need to be extra careful be driving extra slow because best believe these officers are going to be taking it out on whatever that shooter looked like so oh yeah black all y'all black people is about to get probably harassed if he was white i probably nothing's gonna happen if he was white but still (laughs) all y'all be careful Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, if he was white, oh, actually, he probably got escorted to McDonald's and then went to the the, the fucking girl jail because he would have been hungry. Girl. Oh, what Lord. you said? What so, you said, girl? So, did you hear about all this Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden drama? I did. I did. I did. I heard it was very heated. I heard a few snippets of it. Well, I actually probably heard a lot more than a snippet, but um, it was very heated. What, what was going on with that? Hot ass mess. So I'm not sure if this was 
pre-planned or what, but Joe Budden and Nicki Minaj, both of them have platforms. Joe Budden has had the Joe Budden podcast for a few years now. Nicki Minaj has Queen Radio. So earlier in the day, yesterday, Joe Budden went on Queen Radio and Nicki Minaj had a lot of things to get off of her chest, okay? I have a few recorded here. I'm just going to play some of that. That was Nicki Minaj, a little snippet. Uh, she was up there for about a whole hour, y'all, and it got heated the last about 20 minutes. I only caught a few minutes of it, but... <sighs> so, I- I'm going to let y'all know where all this is coming from. Please, okay. please. <laughs> As a loyal listener to the Joe Budden podcast, all right, Joe Budden has mm-hmm. talked about Nicki Minaj, and specifically Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, a few times, all right? He has literally talked about the beef between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, talked about how Nicki Minaj basically is upset at Cardi B's rise, and he also mentioned a few times that he thinks, personally, that Nicki Minaj is on drugs, on some type of drugs. Um, Pills, for the most part, is what I remember him saying. So, I feel like Nicki Minaj, this was her opportunity. It was a lot of things that she just never got to say to him, so she just went the fuck off. Um. <laughs> oh my God! What's she crazier was about the situation is right after she went on the Joe Budden podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Right after he went on Queen Radio, she went on his podcast later that evening. So she went on the Joe Budden podcast, and she got even more into basically how she felt about how Joe put her against Cardi B and she claimed that Joe Budden and you know his people in the at the podcast show basically started the narrative of pushing Nicki Minaj against Cardi B and said some like damageable things to her reputation so mm. that's her side of it <laughs> um she also threw a lot of shots at Cardi B from what I took um, when she went mm. on the Budden podcast, I don't know. My opinion, she she said that, you know, she didn't have to, uh, she was like, oh, I didn't need social media or Instagram and a bunch of um, niggas that I was fucking to put me on. Mm. So it's like, who Shot are you talking fired. Mm-hmm. So this ongoing Cardi B and Nicki Minaj beef that's been going on for fucking two years, it's just like, come on, Nicki, just be the bigger person. You're older. Mm-hmm. I, I say just let it go. Like, who cares? 
honestly. Something mm-hmm. in her soul is so bothered and she feels like she has so much to prove or she wants fucking accolades. I don't know what it is, but you know, I don't know. It's a mess. She even went to talk about um, Cardi B's Grammy nomination, our Grammy award, because Cardi B won a Grammy. Oh my God. So she said, she was like, I would hate, I don't know if this is a direct quote, but she basically was like, I would hate to be a Grammy winner, um, a Grammy winner and not on anybody's top 50 rap list or something like that. So basically saying that Cardi B is nowhere near a talented rapper, but yet she won this Grammy. So she was basically throwing shots at that. <laughs> she is such a hater. Well, it's coming off that more. way. It's definitely coming off that way. I'm really loving, um, and I guess not even to shift gears, but just when I think about Nicki Minaj right now and Cardi B, it's been very refreshing to see Megan the Stallion, the Stallion, kind of bridge the rap industry right now among females um, in that lane. Yeah. Um, it's been just something kind of refreshing. Like I look at Megan, whether she's a top NC or not, whatever the case is, like I don't even look at her um, ability to do it. I just like seeing her interact with other artists and you know just have a good time amongst other women in that same lane you see what I'm saying she's very um inclusive and Mm -hmm. the nice girl Mm -hmm. you know she's not trying to be competitive and bitchy or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's really taken her very far you know what I'm saying she Mm -hmm. kind of people have known about Megan Thee Stallion for a minute like shout out my homegirl Ashley she has been talking about Megan Thee Stallion for damn near a year but you know she she had a slow rise to fame because it's like even if you didn't really fuck with her music you had no choice but to fuck with her vibe and her personality mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she's just so open and in a good way not not in a cardi not to shame cardi b but cardi b was more so like she had a negative undertone to everything everything was like mm-hmm. nasty kind of like and nikki and Minaj i felt like cardi is very guarded yeah very guarded and clearly like not comfortable with herself like Megan she just seemed like she done done the work she's very mature for her age she just seems very she knows who she is and and maybe because she lost her mom so young her mom just passed away so you know rest in peace to her mom but it's just like that probably just made her stronger Mm -hmm. I agree yeah shout out I agree shout out to her her and Nicki Minaj just dropped a song I I kind of like it um I love it girl yeah I was shocked it's really growing on me every time I hear it I like it more and more so Mm -hmm. um it it was it was because Nicki Minaj honestly I I like Nicki old Nicki but her new shit I just haven't been vibing to like that um but she did her thing on this song with her and Megan she 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 really brought out old Nicki for a second yeah I've never really been a Nicki Minaj I can't I can't say honestly that I've been a Nicki Minaj fan. Have I uh, bopped to a few of her tracks? Sure. Have a few of her tracks slapped? Sure. There but... was a time, tell me not, Mia, was there not a time where you could not get away from Young Money? You were either listening to Drake, mm-hmm. Little Wayne, or Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj. It was inevitable. It's true. They took over it's true. the fucking industry. I don't care if you were listening they to Drake. You was going to listen to one they of those did. motherfuckers with your pop star that you listen to. Like, they took over the game for a solid eight years. 
Like, no, you're right. They did. Mm -hmm. They absolutely did. And I'm glad that it's calmed down from a Nikki standpoint anyway, because yeah, she gets on my nerves. Um, I'd like yeah. Nikki. I like, and I don't even want to say the old Nikki, the new Nikki, because I don't really know who, which Nikki. I have seen her be, I feel like more humble or not even necessarily humble is the right word, but just a little bit more mild because I've always looked at Nicki Minaj as a character. Like she, yeah, that's how she presented herself. Kind of like a, Barbie. I don't know her like Lil Kim. We knew who Lil Kim was, whether she had different color units or whatever the case is, Lil Kim was raw. She was, you know, she's so east coast you know what i'm saying who else trina we know trina to be trina now trina she's as she's gotten older she's kind of evolved into something different but what i'm saying is yeah. i just you heard they got Nicki Minaj, right? i i saw that well saw they're that. not they're i didn't confirm nor denying it but but trina okay. was on she was on queen ready queen radio yesterday too i believe yesterday like before oh, or after okay. Joe and it was something that happened. Apparently, Nikki threw shade about not wanting to make a video for the song she had. So, you know, Trina, mm-hmm. right before Megan and Nikki dropped their song, Trina and Nikki dropped a song. I forget what it was called. Baps. It was called Baps. And Trina okay. was talking shit about French Montana. Trina was, like, name-dropping all these niggas she fucked with. But anyways, Why is she still doing that? I don't know trying to trying to go viral but the song wasn't good you know so nobody really listened to it but this Megan the Stallion song came out and it's playing everywhere so when Trina went on it on uh Queen Radio yesterday she was like oh when are we going to do the video and Nikki kind of like swerved her like that's not what the people want type you know energy (laughs) oh Oh shit. I mean, is she lying? No. But I mean she didn't do it rude. She didn't say it like as bluntly as I'm saying it, but that's what she was avoiding. Like she was like, is if you can make it I don't know. I don't have the time. I so much stuff going on and Oh. Oh shit. Yeah, girl. But it's hard out here. You got you in the thing with now days is that you have to people don't and this has been going on for a while. People don't treat a record or even a whole album the same as they used to. So it's like, if you don't capture someone within like the first couple of seconds, usually it's the beat first yeah, um, or the vibe, you really lost pretty much all your, your people. Now you do have some people that really understand like a full body of work or what it means to listen to an actual record and not just the beat but all of the ingredients those people still exist but shoot right now the music industry is about getting you in and getting you out and getting you to produce something the next hottest single you see what I'm saying so Nikki she knows what she needs to you know what it is to to be popping Trina she's a little dusty right now so I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that she can't still make hits but it's a different time I'll say that definitely it's a different time and Trina is not the baddest bitch anymore in the sense Mm -hmm. of she's not even making records like you know she used to I guess is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying she's trying to explore a new lane and what it's either going to stick or it's not but I haven't heard anything from Trina in a long time. So, 
girl and that's fine i mean i don't know i guess i don't know how it feels to be an aging celebrity or whatever but i would be you said so an ancient cool. celebrity an aging celebrity oh an aging so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a has-been yeah. celebrity oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. i truly honestly would be so cool ha- having like a one-hit wonder <laughs> like i would be so <laughs> proud of my hit like you couldn't tell me shit because at one point in time i don't care if it was from 92 to 94 or from 98 to 99 I was popping. I was on BET. I was on the radio. Like, you could never take that away from me. You know, we're all right, going to move on right. in life. And at the end of the day, Trina, you're on my Apple Music boo. So I know you getting streams. I know you are because I still listen right. to Right. I still, so, you know, we love that. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to. Exactly. slow me down and stop me. Yeah, we be bopping that. Yes, still do. That's Those what I'm saying. Classic. Today, now, now, like what's good about this is like people most people don't have their old cds so Mm-mm. even if you are an artist from way back when people aren't just replaying your old cd they're gonna go out and stream your old music they're gonna go pay exactly. for your old song so they are the hope they is here. you know y'all can still sustain with what was <laughs> you know you can do a reunion tour <laughs> look at fucking b2k <laughs> look at fucking yeah. b2k Girl, mm-hmm. so, you know what to say, friend. You know what to say. Girl, this is just the truth. <laughs> you know, you're right. Play your part. Play your part. You're right. Yeah. So, Nicki Minaj. Mm. Honestly, shout out. You just got some misplaced anger. You got to accept what it is where we're at. It's 2019. You had your years, and you can still have some more sparks ahead. Who knows? But don't force this and don't be mad at everyone yeah. that surrounds you for their opinions of you. Fuck it. You got your prison bay that's about to be your husband. Right. Just oh god, not prison bay. You got oh, millions. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go yes. You know? You got what a lot of people are striving for. Exactly. Apparently Centoya Brown's got a whole husband. People are like what the fuck well, like yeah people are like oh my god I've been out of jail I have no record and I still can't find a man I cook I clean I gotta go to jail now I gotta be convicted to get a man <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god Mia Mia what have what? you seen you just reminded me I'm sorry I'm hype have you seen jailbirds on Netflix oh my god no you have to watch this documentary, Jailbirds. When I tell you, because you just reminded me about, girl, it's the love and hip hop of prison. It don't make no oh. sense. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> you said it's amazing. It is because oh like God. everyone in there is in love and in relationships and they're getting love letters and they're falling in love through the toilets. So this, this prison... This prison in this docu-series is, I guess, how the pipes run or whatever. The toilet system is a way of communication. So if you put your ear to the toilet, if you take out the water and then you put your ear to the toilet, you can speak to whoever is beneath you or above you. And in this this prison in Jailbirds is co-ed. So there's floors of women and floors of men. 
So there's women who are falling in love over the toilets with different men and then other women who also fell in love with them, like find out and then they fucking like fighting over the toilets and then they're sending messages through the drains and girl, the drama. drama. (laughs) That is too fucking much. I was like, you motherfuckers are in love in prison. And I'm in the free Girl. world and can't find a deep. This is ridiculous. This Girl, is- but all they got is time. That's all they got. That is the life. That's their new life, you know? Like, what the fuck? Somebody got to right, get girl. chose, you know? Somebody right, got to get, somebody got to have some juice, some tea, some shit going on. Oh, Fucking my jail. God. They ain't got nothing but time. You are going oh. to die if you watch that. You're going to watch fall it. out, girl. <laughs> I've been needing to pick a new something to watch. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely watch it for sure. It's a limited series. So it only has like six or eight episodes or something like that. I'm hoping it comes back for season two because the way it left off, girl, it's a cliffhanger. Oh my God. I don't even want to ruin it, but it is a cliffhanger. And when you watch it, we're going to come back and talk about it. (laughs) Oh, okay, girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, girl. So, what do you think? I'm just now figuring out who these people actually even are. Um, Ooh. so I felt like we, we should talk about them. Todd and Julie Chrisley. Oh yeah, I've no so, idea who those people are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, Todd is a big time real estate developer, and his wife. Um, is also in the business and they apparently have a show on USA Network that seems to be quite popular. Um, I don't know how popular because I'm just now finding out about it, but the streets are talking. The TV show is Chrisley Knows Best. Uh, The two people that um, have now turned themselves in are Todd and Julie Chrisley, their husband and wife. Uh, They were indicted on tax evasion and fraud charges um and you know it's 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 made the news um they are they can possibly serve up to 30 years in prison i don't really know the laws and all that kind of stuff obviously wrong is wrong but when you start to have like millions and millions and billions of dollars uh the headlines just don't hit the same as if it was someone (laughs) off the street so I would love to be like ooh, they're gonna get you know 30 years or you know but it's like they have a shit ton of money so they may do 12 months they may do no months I don't know heavily fined heavily fined maybe probation at the very least I just don't I don't know so however this was quite some news it stirred some pots in some households for whatever reason but shout out to Todd and Julie Chrisley if there's any fans out there call in let us know what you think wow let me I gotta look up these folks because every time you say Todd and Chrisley I'm I keep thinking of Christy Alley Christy Alley. Oh, Christy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played in. I don't know why I keep thinking of her every time you say that name. Oh, yeah. I remember her. You know, I'm old. That's crazy. 
Girl, I remember her best. Yes. Wow. So, I have never seen these folks a day in my life, girl. Huh? I said I've never seen these people a day in my life. Girl. Me oh, neither. he has a facelift on him. That's what I'm saying. has a f- Whoa, I don't even think Todd could react if he wanted to to this news. Oh, <laughs> his it's face is shade. Tight. It's so late for the shade. Whitney, yes, I agree. It is very stuffed. He's giving me the old Bruce Jenner vibes. <laughs> People like that scare me. When you have too much plastic and facelift you I don't want to be alone in the dark with you um again you I just feel like you're a character off a tv like a cartoon or something it's really weird exactly because you don't look like a you don't look like a human to me I know Um, and then with the fake teeth people be getting those veneers it's just really weird it creeps me out it's like a mummy it's scary it's scary we're turning into aliens people just don't look like how they used to Girl, you don't appreciate getting older no more. I'm like, what the hell? What's yeah, it's the alternative? okay to let something fall a little bit. It's I mean, okay. a wrinkle here, a wrinkle there, shit. All right, that's wisdom, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay you can't surgery. I am. It's just, it's all about moderation. Don't. It's all about moderation in the doctor. You are. It's about enhancing who you are. <laughs> it's not Girl. about completely trying to be something else. Well, it's like a drug. It's an addiction. You know, once you get one thing, you're like, oh, I'm just going to do this. And then people get addicted to, oh, well, maybe if I can get this nipped and tucked, you get that nipped and tucked. You're like, oh, why? Maybe I can get this plucked and fucked. You know, it's just always, it's always going to be something. That's when you got money to blow. (laughs) Yeah, because once I get this damn breast job or tummy tuck whatever it is I want to do I'm going that's going to be that you done saved up for girl for and you're going to be paying for girl I just got this body exactly right so but yeah girl wow anyway for the black coffee no sugar no cream do we have any racial oh okay we do racial I def girl, you know I always pee for We always shit. have something, but I know <sighs> it's 2019. I know. It is 2019, y'all, and this damn racism, it, it it's at its peak or something. I don't even know. It is. It is. First of all, first People. of all, remember last week's episode when I talked about the shooting in El Paso and I was yes. like, clearly this man was targeting uh, Hispanics and Mexican Americans and Mexicans because of where his shooting was. So it just came out like two days ago that he admitted to authorities that he was looking for Mexicans, Mexican Americans. Okay, and that's what? why he he drove like two hours away from where he lived because he was in he was like in Dallas or something, and that's why he drove all the way from Dallas to damn El Paso because he knew that was closer and that's where more of that population would be. Yeah. Oh my god. I called that shit last week. I was like, clearly, you know, his white ass, what was he even doing over there? Like I saw the news footage, like it was nothing but his it was a Hispanic community. Like ugh, I'm so irritated. Oh my god. But I'm just so people. 
and other racist bullshit this week. Um, a woman posted earlier this week uh, her encounter with a white lady, I guess, in a grocery store. So y'all really have to go to Hollywood Unlocked and look at this video because this woman's face is a is a mess. But this particular event, this woman recording it, it had a lot of discrepancy in the comments. So people, half of the people were saying that the the black girl who recorded it kind of instigated this because she wanted to get this white lady's reaction on camera. And then half of the people were saying, you know, that she was trying to expose the lady. So regardless of if she instigated or what, the lady showed her true colors. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play a short clip. Hopefully y'all can hear it. Okay. Why don't you call me a nigger again? Why don't you call me a nigger again? You gonna shock me? No, go ahead. Let me um, tell you something. Call me a nigger again. I don't have to call you one. Get away from me. I call security and there are surveillance. Call me a nigger again. Get away from me! Call me a nigger again. Okay. Yep, please call him. Yeah, because I didn't bang into you. Stop following me. I'm leaving the store, baby. Please. Go back to Harlem. I'm not in Harlem. I don't, I'm not even from Harlem. So that was that, y'all. Oh, you have to see it to really get the full scope. But basically, she walks up to the lady, and y'all heard what, what went on. But the biggest part about that is that people were saying, well, what's the point of even recording it if she had called you a nigger before and you didn't have your camera out? So you went back to her with your camera and was like, well, call me a nigger again. And they were like, after you did that, it was kind of just like, well, you're asking for it. So that's the debate in the comments there. I don't know how y'all feel about that. Oh, my God. I just want to punch her through the phone. Girl. Like, I just want to go up to somebody who is a racist and just, like, scare the shit out of them. Like, boo. (laughs) Like, give them a reason to be fucking scared. No violence, no gun, but just, like, play on their worst fucking fear because bitch you guessed it I can't be that person like gone are the days where I'm trying to make you feel comfortable at this point like no bitch you should be making me feel comfortable you your your people shoot our people and get away with it like no yeah no 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 right so people it's hard to feel bad for people who have privilege I mean natural privilege it's so hard for me to feel bad for you yeah, it, it's not just about people who have privilege. It's I, you having privilege is not going to make me have less any less empathy for you. I guess unless it's to the point where you don't understand you have the privilege. That's where it's the problem. Where you negate the fact that you do have a privilege, and mm-hmm. there are things in this world that are still unfair in 2019, whether you see them or not. Just because you don't see them and recognize right. them doesn't mean they don't exist. So that's the biggest right. issue with people in today's society who think that racism don't exist or whatever. And so to me saying that, that's why I think it's imperative that this, that people like this woman, you know, record events like that. You know, yes, she did walk back up to this lady, but she knew that th- what this lady had just said to her. And she knew that this lady would probably say it again on camera, you know, exactly. he didn't physically touch that lady. She stood there calmly and said, well, say, call me a nigger again. And the lady did. And on top of that, she told her to go back to Harlem, which shows even more ignorance on her part because the girl was black. She assumed she was from fucking Harlem. So my thing is, in today's world, 
a bunch of people in those comments were like, oh, well, if she wasn't going to do anything about it, what was the point of her recording it and posting it? Why do you want to relive that twice? My thing about it right now, we don't have any power. We have very little power, period. So if your phone is out and you have the potential to make something go viral, maybe this lady will lose her job. Maybe this lady is a school teacher at your son's fucking daycare. You know, like you don't know what this person fucking does or what this video could lead to. So don't discourage nobody from picking up your phone. I feel like that's the best thing to do instead of reacting with violence and aggression because let them show their ass, you know? I don't uh-huh. know. I, I experienced racism at a very young age. I was called a nigger at a very young age growing up where I grew up. So I kind of know how to deal with it to the point where I'm not even really affected by it because I automatically assume that most white people are racist in some way. I hate to say that, but right. I assume, I expect that, you know? Right. I know I, what I'm not going to do though, this girl is, is honorable for recording and initiating that because I can't do it. I would have been fighting somebody and I don't even want to go to jail. It's not even worth it for me. I have shit to lose out here. Fuck that. So I'm not even probably, I I just want people to stay away from me, period. But I salute people that can record and do all this because at this point, social media is like our only power that we do have. It's the only way to prove what the fuck we're experiencing on a daily basis. So you never know. Stuff goes viral you may be on Ellen tomorrow talking about your experience and this lady may be fired from the nursery, you know? So keep doing what you're doing. And if you're not doing anything, don't discourage somebody who is doing something. Just keep scrolling mm-hmm. and keep it moving. So that's yeah. That. Black coffee. Well, she, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. There it is. I mean, honestly, if I had to teabag someone this week, in my opinion, shit, I don't know who your <laughs> choice was. It's definitely going to be that bitch. So <laughs> I want you to get master tea bags. <laughs> buy, buy, buy some black tea. How about that? How about some black tea? Girl, my thing is, wait till you see her. Like, she looks worse than what she sounds like. She looks like she came from the pits of hell, this racist lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just sent you the video. Ooh, child. The mm-hmm. anger, the anger. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it, child. I, I get it. Say, honestly, as I become, I may get some backlash from this from our car- Caucasian viewership. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> which right. Sure we may got some Caucasian viewership, and I'm not racist, y'all. I don't even believe black people can be racist. You can have a prejudice, but racist, I don't know. But I, since I have been growing older in this life, I have started to see some white women who are aging look at me and like disgust, you know, like look at, oh my, my, face, look at my face. Like they don't say <laughs> the look of just, yeah. They want to probably like clone you, like you can get out. Need it. <laughs> like, oh, that's some get out type shit. I only say this, I really only say this because I had an ex-boyfriend who dated predominantly white women and he literally told me that a lot of his white girlfriends have confessed to feeling insecure and jealous around black women. Like them having something we don't us having something they don't have. 
Wow. That's, he told me oh this. Oh, my God. He told me this because I told him about an issue in my office place way back when, when we were dating. And I was like, this white girl, she just has like an attitude with me for no reason. I'm always nice to her. I do everything she asked me to do. Like, I just don't get it. And he was like, oh, how old is she? And I was like, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 something. And at this time I was like in my mid twenties and he was like, oh, what is she a blonde or a brunette? And I was like, she's a brunette. And he was like, mm. He was like, she's probably what? jealous. She's probably looking at you. And he was like, brunettes are really jealous and they always like feel um competition around blondes and just women who are just different than them. Like it's all types of stereotypes in the white community, girl, that we don't know nothing about. <laughs> girl, that is a hot mess. All the way around. Yeah, girl. Oh my gosh. That's just what I heard, y'all. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did we get into our Q&As? Yes, girls. Question time. Our favorite segment. Our favorite new this segment. Is, I love this segment. I'm so glad we have decided to incorporate this. because Y'all have been coming you know, through with the questions. Y'all seriously have been coming through with the questions. So I guess I will, should I go first or should, do you want to go first? You go ahead. You go first, girl. Okay. Um, our letter comes from Kim in Michigan. Oh, shout out to Michigan. What part of Michigan? Um, <laughs> you think she's going to answer so, right now? <laughs> I don't know, but shout out to Michigan. <laughs> but I'm sure since she, you know, submitted the question she's probably going to look for our answer so what part of Michigan girl just drop it in one of our um, social media platforms yes girl. anyway it's a, um dear Whitney and Mia I have been dating a guy at work after dating him for 10 months I found out that he was married and he has three kids I forgave him for lying because we were both into each other and I wasn't about to get this minor problem mess up our relationship he is in law enforcement, and we often speak off to be together. I will admit that the role play is a lot of fun when he's in uniform. Ooh. His wife is always busy with the kids. Ooh. So we eventually had sex in their house, in their cars, in my car, at his friend's house, at mm-hmm. hotels, and in my apartment. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I even gave him a threesome with another woman for our one-year anniversary. Everything was going great until recently. God, he got him a winner. It's always after that threesome. Girl, he told me that his wife caught him cheating with another woman, not me. So we had to lay low for a while until he gained his wife's trust back. I was mad about him cheating on me with the other woman, but I forgave him. He told me that that his wife forgave him too, but I truly don't care about his wife. I'm okay with being the side chick, but recently I've been seeing less of him since his wife caught him cheating and it's starting to suck. No, I just feel like his wife needs, I just feel like his wife needs to let him cheat in peace. It's not like she's going to do anything about it. She's not going to leave him. Just let him cheat in peace. We've been together for almost two years and I don't want to give him up. What should I do? Should I wait for him to be able to sneak around again or should I leave him alone? Fine. Let him cheat in peace. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so detailed not let him cheat as far as you can't answer that 
for his wife. But yes, I do agree the wife should just at this point let him cheat in peace. If she knows her husband is cheating and she decides to stay, she then can no longer just continue to complain about the same things after so long. I mean, there is a statute of limitations on that. So I know it's, you know, nice to be like, well, he's my husband. I'm working out. Bitch, if this nigga is sleeping around with multiple women outside of his marriage, <laughs> what is there to fight for at this point? He's not fighting. He's fucking. So with you, sweetheart, you definitely, um, what should you do? Should you give it up? Yes. I definitely think you should give him up. I think that you should allow the memories to be just what they are. Um, but as far as creating new memories, making it even more difficult to separate from him, that is just really a bad idea. Um, you don't know if you're going to be blocking your blessing by still entertaining this person who's really only giving you a little bit of him. Um, and you really just are going to have to ask yourself some really tough questions as to why you feel like you're not worthy to have either your own man be comfortable with being single, but clearly this man has baggage and I'm not sure from this letter that you're willing to take on that baggage. My opinion. Shot fired. That letter is a hot ass mess. It's, it's Girl, she says she's okay with being the side chick. She just wants some time. I get it, child, but that's what you sign up for when you're dating a married man. You know, Girl, that sounds to me like you're not okay with being the side chick. You're not okay with being the side chick. <laughs> like you you're want more. okay with being the side chick, but yet you're asking right. for time. Exactly. You're talking about what the fuck the wife wants to do. If the wife Girl, wants you are an independent contractor. You will get a 1099. Of Listen, to to what's this chick's name? Kim? Kimberly? Yeah. I don't know. Kim. If, Kim. If the wife wants to complain... 365 of 365 that's what the wife's gonna do okay that's what the wife can do because that's the wife she signed the papers so you you shouldn't really be tuned into what the wife and the husband are doing at all you just Mm -hmm. come in and you go out you rotate. You come in, you enjoy you rotate you out, and then you go out. Exactly. And when you're not there, you don't think about it. Just like a job. Shit. When I'm right. not at work, I'm not thinking about work, girl. And <laughs> so. I think the mistake that we as women make when we start dating someone, whether they're single and unavailable or just married and unavailable, whatever you want to call it, there's plenty of men out here that are just fucking purely unavailable um, for whatever the reason. But I think what happens to us is we try to put all of our eggs in one basket. So, you know, for the guy that we really, really are into, we kind of put a plug or put our other friends, um, male, whatever, whoever we're into on hold um, in hopes that the person that we really want, you know, will surrender at some point. And that's just really a bad idea. I say continue until you have a ring on your finger, date as many dudes as you want. If you're not that kind of person, again, you don't have to fuck everybody. Just date. Don't put all your eggs in one basket because what happens is you invest all this time, all this energy only to be burned in the end. Um, There's no guarantee that you won't be burned, even if, you know what I'm saying, they didn't have baggage. But I guess your chances of going through heartache are far greater because he's married. Oh, girl. There's the fucking guarantee. The guarantee is don't put your Mm -hmm. eggs. 
in a married fucking basket, okay? Because right. what's going to happen is that married basket is going to continue being married. Exactly, <laughs> really? that's fucking right. Statistics. People don't fucking divorce. Okay, they, they don't. don't. People don't believe in their fucking spouses. I don't care how many times they say they are. They can get they asking and they still ain't leaving. Nine times out of ten, they not. And what's crazy, this is what's crazy and sick and twisted about the world. This is just trippy to me. The ones that remain married, because you know the divorce rate is so fucking high, but the ones that remain married, they're the ones that's been cheating and shit. (laughs) You know? And the ones that divorce were the loyal ones trying to make it work. You're right. I don't know, y'all. Is there a lesson there or not? I don't know. I don't know shit. (laughs) To be continued. I'm married and I can't even figure it out. I don't know. So I don't know. Did say a word. But that's a hot ass man. She just gotta. She just gotta be down for what she signed up for. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You just gotta. And if you're okay with that, then which it sounds like you're not. You kind of made that decision for yourself. That's it. Sorry, tough love. God bless you, girl. God bless you. It's tough out here. I already know. I already know. (laughs) So, I have a question. It is a different question. Um, This person doesn't have a fucking name, but their email email is Ice, so I'm going to call them Ice, all right? So, it says, I work in an office Oh, I work in an open office and recently moved my desk to a prime workspace with two windows. There's a cubicle directly in front of me and a cubicle adjacent to me. Now, I usually keep my blinds closed because of the glare on my computer screens. However, whenever I return to the office, okay, from being out, my blinds are open and my stuff is touched. I know it's one of my coworkers because they've been here longer than me. I am the only black person in my office and they just act like they own the place. Every day I come in, I rearrange my desk and close my blinds. My desk is the only one that hits this office, this light that comes into the office. So why touch my blinds every day? I don't want to be petty, but I find this behavior irritating. What's y'all recommendation on how to handle this annoying issue hmm. mm. that's different <laughs> I mean I feel her about a lot of what she said in that I ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah with yeah. my office her or him I don't really know um yeah I'm just gonna call you ice 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 baby um ice, ice. But ugh, first of all, I know how this to be an office place where you feel like <laughs> you don't have much of your own. I I work in the cubicles, but it's really open and whatever. But I, I know how it feels when people walk around like they own the place. So yes. you do got to be very careful of how you come off, especially if you said that they all have been there longer than you. That means you're kind of new in the office. So you don't want to come off too harsh being the only black person as well and being aggressive or whatever. So 
I oh I don't even know I don't know how I would handle this I mean touching my desk is opening the blinds is one thing because that's like okay it's common but touching and rearranging the stuff on my desk or around my desk that's kind of an issue for me personally yeah. so I don't know if you can just pack up the important things at the end of the day or put the important things like in your drawer so people aren't messing with them, but you're probably just going to have to bite the bullet on the window blinds because personally, I wouldn't say anything because I think people will probably take it the wrong way, (laughs) Especially especially if I'm the first black person and I don't have like somebody to like have my back, like my manager or whatever. So I don't know. It's risky. It's risky very risky and I would have to agree with you on that as well I mean you know again people are just getting bold and bold and bold and <laughs> I just feel like whatever happens to common decency you know don't touch yeah. my shit <gasps> you know get away get out of my bubble I guess is what I'm saying do you think they're doing it like intentionally like hazing or do you think it's like they're just doing it because they just want maybe they just want her pen or maybe they just want the light open I don't know like no, I think it, I think, I think more often than not, you do it to fuck with somebody because out of common decency, uh-huh. if I'm, if I know that something is yours or whatever the case is, I'm going to ask, I'm going to, you know, let you know that I know that this is your space. So I'm going to acknowledge, you know what I'm saying? Certain things out of just common decency, yeah. you know, not because there's rules, not because there's this, it's just out of, Hey, can I borrow that? Or, Hey, do you mind if like, that's what people do. So I'd have to assume if you don't do that, and I don't know, I feel like there's a little bit of information missing. Is she, did she say that she addressed these people or this person? That keeps? No, she says, I would not do this. I would not do this, but I find this behavior irritating and petty. <clears throat> what's your recommendation on how to handle this annoying issue? So yeah, I don't I mean, think I would, she said anything. She says it keeps happening every day. Yeah, no, at this in. point I would just, I would probably, um, I don't think it's serious enough to go to HR. I think that at the ground level, have a conversation with that person and, you know, just explain to them kind of like your thoughts um, on how you're feeling and then go from there. Um, You know, that's really all you can really do at this point. And then if it becomes to a point where it's a hostile work environment, you just really are like, you know what, the conditions are actually getting worse. I'm more annoyed than I was before, then yeah, I would take it up to someone else. But I think at the ground level, you can pretty much handle this. Yeah, for right now, just for right now. Even, right now. Yeah, maybe even move your desk again, shit away from them. Yeah, I don't know. You said you moved it the first time, so um, exactly, exactly. That's the only thing. So it's kind of like mm, that didn't work, yeah. but yeah. I know it's dangerous just having worked in HR I can just tell you it's super dangerous to like if you're new to just run to HR off the bat with the complaint without knowing like who knows who who's the right HR person to go to who's really gonna take like you kind of got to peep out that situation a little bit um right it's because there's just a lot of office politics it's so many politics behind the scenes it don't make no sense so you always gotta go to the right person you gotta see who really is like don't have any ties to anyone who's just the third party um yeah I would ask around too see just see like oh man not in a mean way but just be like oh damn I was looking it's so weird I thought I had my 
my pen over here, but I thought I found it across exactly. the table. Just act, you know, lost. They love that. Yeah. And then see, <laughs> see how they react. That's a good one. I like that. I like act lost. <laughs> see if that sticks. They're like, oh gosh, Jim! I did. Oh, I didn't even know you were using that every day. I'm sorry. Exactly. Let me, sorry. Let me. Squeeze. You still need it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Here you go. Just let me know when you're done with it. You can put it right back here. Oh, girl. Oh, sure. You so lucky. Funny. Work from home. Girl, I know. For now, I mean, until until I don't. Ooh. Oh, that's. But yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to take it in because I just don't like people. Girl, I, I, it is ridiculous because I love people at their core unconditionally, but I don't like any of them. I don't like people. I do too. I I love the essence of who you were when you were born and came out the womb. But after that, I, I don't enjoy your presence. I can't. Ooh. Mm, exactly. ain't nobody got ain't nobody got time for that girl nobody has nobody time. got time for that so Mm-mm. kudos to those people kudos y'all thank you so thank much you for, for questions we i know it's amazing we've come so far it's damn near about to be a year we've been doing this you know it's crazy i know, it's I, know. I know i'll be in la next week so we've got to record if we can something quick or yeah you know. yes ma'am not often we're in the same city in front of the same screen Rarely. at the same time <laughs> right now it's going on about two two times a year i know well we're getting better i mean once last week we we're on here and this week let's let's try for next week why not <laughs> yeah yeah we can't make no promises but we're gonna try we can't make no promises but we will try yeah we're in it we're in it so thank y'all so much if you want to send in your question you can dm us on instagram at bct podcast or you can shoot us an email at black coffee and tea 312 at gmail.com all right y'all can also check out our youtube we are about to hit 1500 subscribers it's amazing we still got to figure out what we're gonna do to make something special i think we're gonna try to do a live stream when mia's here that would be perfect let's do that yes so if you're not already subscribed subscribe to our youtube um uh follow us on instagram because we may go live on instagram too um yeah anything you want to add Mia uh no that's it I mean I'm just excited to be back on here to be honest with you baby steps I'm I'm really excited to get back into this and give you guys the content that you guys deserve and have been requesting so (laughs) here to serve you you. Oh, oh what did you hear about um coming to America too (laughs) <laughs> i did i'm excited about that i know we at the end but i just that just reminded me um <laughs> i am so excited about that i just hope everybody is going to since everybody's so much older now i don't Hopefully know it's not about it but i'm glad it's the original people that's what i'm i'm hype about so that's good yes yes i'm super excited about it all the original characters will be back they're still living thank god knock on wood yeah oh it's just yeah. a great recipe so we'll be documenting that pretty soon. Yeah. 
All right, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. Holla. Keep it locked. Holla. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.